0: This is a professional radio, gentlemen. And be it's a... front wheel drive. God, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself.
1: And now we do the after hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? ACSN,
0: there. Okay,
1: and because it's not a super But It is.
0: It's not. Automated perfection comes in the form of two
1: letters A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk on 9.9 Northwest FM. Um I'm your host today, Alan in the studio. <laughs> you are. Uh, because uh Mr. Maddie J um was otherwise preoccupied but he's with us obviously uh through the magic of the internet. Um but I'll be managing the board today so if you're disappointed. Too bad, but <laughs> that's how the show rolls today. We've got a big crew today. We've got as always, um, H, of course, the showrunner myself, Mr. David Prince, Patrick, and we also have Robin Harley today. Well, at the very least, we're seeing Alan um, um, and live in the background. Us later.
2: Good evening, everyone.
0: Good evening, Alan. Thank you for meeting the the uh, the post today. I got stuck at work with some meetings. Um, was unable to get there on time so oh, that's why i asked you earlier to bring your laptop because you're going to be my lifesaver today so thank you Alan, for, for keeping the show on the road always a pleasure
2: robin harley were joining us but there's a strange looking very young looking man actually on the uh, video there lady oh no 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 that's with the there's something missing from rob's face from last time i saw him
3: that's been a while
2: oh okay <laughs> well there you go okay i'm, I'm late to the party <laughs>
0: See, see, Rob. Rob has this incredible beard, and he's decided to let it go. Now, I mean, David, you've got a beard. Alum, you've got a beard. Patrick, you've got a beard. I have a beard.
3: <laughs> I'm starting to get one.
0: Starting, <laughs> you've got the three o'clock shadow, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Rob. That's what's happening there. Uh, how are you, Rob? Yeah, not
3: too bad. Not too bad. Back at work, you know, just work. Sort of consuming a lot of my um time so i can't work on my cars and do other things
0: uh yes 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 uh we also see in your in the background you've got your lovely wife debbie how you doing debbie yeah getting better getting better good. Or, or, best good. case scenario that's that's absolutely correct uh we'll go around the screens alum how are you doing my friend back in you in the studio manning the manning the the ones and twos today oh i'm doing right. i can finally hear in my left ear
1: you know it's 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 about what three weeks to no hearing in that one but uh yeah apart from that going well um, I've got a little bit of card news, but I guess I'll wait until
0: uh, we start on that. But yeah, doing fine. How about you? Good mate, I'm always good. Patrick, how are you doing?
4: Yeah, not too bad. Same old, just trying them along. So it's good. So don't complain there.
0: And of course, Mr. David Prince, how are you doing, Mr. Yep, David? Prince? Yep. vertical and breathing. Thank you. Yes, that's always a good start. That's always good,
2: good things to be. <laughs>
0: Well, let's get straight into it with some car updates before we get into, into tonight's discussion points. Uh Alam, you said you've got some in- interesting things, interesting car updates for us. I'm assuming this is you're you're still fighting with Izuzu at this point and still waiting on a car. Uh
1: that that yeah, that saga is gonna continue for now. That I have not uh, made much progress in I've just been lazy about that. But uh we spoke about EVs uh some time ago. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Uh, so I started looking um, because the Tesla Model Y as was part of the quiz has launched in Australia you know I showed that to the family and I said well this is the bigger model uh, or the higher up you know, uh, um, bigger roof model than the Model 3. I like it's, how um, you're selling it, I Alam.
0: Mean, yeah, oh, you know,
1: because no, my mom wants a higher up car, you know, she doesn't want to sit in a low car, as she always says. You're making a um,
0: part of the problem, dude. You're making
1: a part of the problem. Yeah, it's going to happen. So anyway, she did not like to look of the Model Y at all. She's like, no, I need something even higher. And I said, well, there's a Model X. It's not available, but it costs about $180,000. Um, so she wasn't too keen on that. And then I came back to the original car that I thought would probably be most appropriate for her. Was the XC40 recharge, and so I took it to the website again, showed her the specs, I thought this this would be you know with the the I think the upper spec model you get like a 360 view camera and everything else because one of her concerns is parking, so she she was happy with it, and then said, you know what, go for it. So I have uh, I filled out the details. I don't know. I think it might have just been because my brother-in-law was there at the time, and he thought oh, I can't look bad in front of the son-in-law, you know. So <laughs> uh, he said go for it, and I said, well, don't you tell me twice so I filled out the, the detail form and I got contacted by somebody from Volvo in um, what, South Melbourne or somewhere in thereabouts uh, today. And um, I said, well, before I put any money down, I'd like to actually at least try to drive the car. Yeah. Um, so he's booked me in for Thursday uh, afternoon. So I'm going to go get the STI serviced at Docklands, And then one, <laughs> once I can finish up the servicing, drive down to, to Volvo, <laughs> which is just be down the street and, uh, Give the car a test drive and hopefully just put a deposit down. Um, according to them, it'll be a delivery date of about March April,
0: okay.
1: um, which I probably expect that to blow out as well. But I'm in no <laughs> rush for it. Um, just happy to put the deposit down, and then have you know be listed on to uh, to get access to the car.
0: So you've taken the plunge. You've become one of them. You've become one of one of not you, Not Quite yet, not quite yet. Not not yet. Quite. What of Debbie? Not,
3: not my car. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. She she won't even let me drive it. I wanted to sell it on her. She wouldn't even let me sell it.
1: No, Deb's car, she gets to do what she wants.
3: But I was going to upgrade to a Model Y and it would have been perfect timing. We've got a Y for no extra cost.
4: Because we could have sold the
3: three for a higher price than what we paid for it and we could have just basically got a Y. But why not?
0: Why not? (laughs)
2: Because you'd be without the electric car for a couple of months, I think.
0: Ridiculous. Actually that's a great
2: plate. I hope someone's ordered that plate.
0: Why not? No, it, <laughs> why I've not? seen it, I've seen it before and I've also seen um why fly for like you know, like why fly oh, for yeah. on a, and that was on a um <laughs> it was on a Nissan Exa. <laughs> <It's> <lot. laughs>
3: high wire?
0: Oh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> I wonder if Elon's taken just Elon. <laughs> um, Probably. No, um so yeah, so big thing so if it's if you enjoy it, you're going to you're going to put put the the coinage down or Yeah, and Given that uh, overall
1: I enjoyed the, the Polestar 2 quite a bit, like I thought it was overall great car for what it was, um, this is basically, uh, they've like the cars are very similar um, mm. in kind of their fit and finish and that sort of thing. Uh, and so, you know, getting the, the model with, I think, I think it's a 300 kilowatt model with the twin motors, you know, I, I'd say I'd be pretty happy with that. Or, oh, sorry, mum would be pretty happy with that. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, no, it, it's it, mum's not going to care about the power it's got. You're going to be the one that's caring about the power it's got, dude. That's, that's, let's be honest, yeah. We'll
1: have to, we'll have to line up some uh, EV races, I think.
0: I think so. <laughs> Harley, uh,
3: Harley's boss's Polestar has been in the dealership for over a week now.
1: Oh, what's going on with that?
3: Software's all mucked up. It's not charging properly, it's not doing proper, th- all sorts of things. So they're trying to do some software updates on it now. Mm. <clears throat> that doesn't bode well. No.
0: Whereas my
5: Tesla's going fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hopefully That's they cool. have a reliable uh,
1: internal combustion engine car to fall back on. But
3: as well, long as it's not a Hyundai or a Kia because they blow up and catch a light.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, you heard <laughs> it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, so, because correct me if I'm wrong, but Polestar is Volvo, correct? Or, or, or...
1: well, they were. Part of the yeah, Volvo, but they've gone on their own now.
0: Okay. So so, so they're there, they're completely their own car.
1: Like, yeah. They're still using like kind of Volvo parts and stuff. And like you can definitely see that Volvo, Volvo heritage in there mm. in the vehicle. But um, yeah, they're kind of out on their own doing their own thing.
4: It's essentially a Volvo with every badge, Polestar badge on it. Essentially, that's what they are.
0: Well, that, I mean, that, that's exciting, Alan. Uh, hopefully, yours doesn't end up in the shop for, for over a week. Um, hopefully.
1: But... Hopefully. But while it's working, I'll definitely enjoy those three hundred electric kilowatts.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It'll be it'll be very quick. It'll be a very quick yeah. car. We'll move on now to Patrick. Patrick updates with you, my friend.
4: All right, updates. Uh, nothing exciting has happened. Mazda's still going along. Um, I have do have a, a potential buyer actually.
0: Oh uh, good. That's
4: yeah, good. someone that's very interested. And you know, looking at the car and i was completely transparent about to them about it everything you know what it up what i my price what's the condition of the car and all and they seem more than happy to you know stay on the price that we've come to agreement to so mm-hmm. i'm just waiting for a time now with them whenever they free and i'm free as well to um for them for us to meet and they can come look at the car to demonstrate the vehicle to demonstrate mm. the vehicle, show its capabilities, and um, yeah, but and ultimately, hopefully, take, let letter off to a good home. Mm. Um, so that's that. I've I have been looking at other cars as well to um to buy in the meantime as a, to replace obviously the Mazda as a daily. So, on the weekend, I did go and look at a Lexus IS two hundred. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, relatively clean car, automatic, non-sticky, dash, because they were apparently common. You know, yeah.
2: Dash. That was a real common thing with
4: them. Yeah, clean car, uh, <clears throat> relatively low kilometres. I think it was from, well, I can remember, it was like 170,000 kilometres, oh, yeah, which is pretty good. too bad. Um, So which
2: gen of IS is that? The-
0: first.
4: First generation. First gen, yeah. okay, yep. Yeah. Okay. It was asking a, a decent price and would supply a roadworthy as well, so... I've told I gave obviously I gave him my number and everything we gave exchanged details and you know, I looked at the car. Car was you no know, perfect and I said if anything happens within the next you no know, two to three weeks I'll definitely come by and I'll pick that up. So cool. hopefully you know yeah to replace the Mazda and just with the IS which will be my next step to hopefully getting my Sylvia because I've been seeing a lot more popping up a lot more thirteens. Mm-hmm. Seems like I'm. I'm not sure whether it's the current market or just, you know, people wanting to get rid of them, but I'm seeing a lot more people getting rid of 13s for a decent price. You know, still, you know, not, you know, four grand Sylvia, but like, you know, relatively, you know, attainable price, so to say. So it's giving me more options out there, which is good. So there's less chance of me buying a complete rust bucket, which I want to avoid at all costs. But yeah, that's, Pretty much with my car updates. So, I mean, Patrick, my brother did bring home a Kia Stinger GT on the, over the weekend. Took me for a spin in that. Those things are crazy. Like to break traction in the rear. Yeah, so good fun. And um, but yeah, that's everything. Car updates for me.
0: I was gonna say, Patrick, do you think that the sylvia markets? Because like I've seen a few pop up as well, and and the pricing's sort of becoming reasonable. Or is that or is that just me?
4: No, no, I, I, it, it's it's the case, you know. It's the. Don't get me wrong. They're still not cheap, you know. You're still you're still paying fifteen to seventeen grand for a naturally aspirated SR20 model variant, even poss- even an automatic. Um, the manuals will still fetch a bit more. So it's it's still not cheap. But I have noticed a lot of people have us asked, asked to let them go. I don't know whether it's because you know with the cost of fuel or the cost of living going up or just. People that have bought these cars, due to like you know online trends, have realized you know it's not what they thought they were from social media. That they do require a lot of work. They aren't the most you know well built, put together car out there. So they're an old
0: car it, too. At the end of the day, too, like it's it's a thirty
4: year old car. that mean, that mate, that, that's it. That, at the end of the day, you know, they're not ten years old, or whatever. They're an old car. You're gonna run into issues. Half the things aren't going to work. So I think people have just come to realize that and that I've, i guess a lot of people have as well come to the senses that they don't want to spend you know 30 grand on a s13 so that's why people are struggling to sell them at that point so i realize that's why i think they're starting to let them go at you know still not cheap but you know a relatively i have to say this is put reasonable price for him
0: you know i was gonna i was gonna say to you patrick like people are putting astronomical prizes but the people that are actually getting those prices, I don't, I think are very few and far between because yeah. um, I've, I've seen, and I've spoken to a few people that have bought them and the, and thirteens have changed hands. The, the kind of average price I've seen is about 10 to 12 to 15 grand is kind of the average price, depending on, on the condition of a 13. So I think, I think people not, uh, see a 30 grand S13 and be like, yeah, you're taking the piss. So <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I think I think reality is starting to hit a few. Points.
4: And then look, if that's the case, and if that's the trend that's going to keep happening, that's it's only going to benefit me for long run because that just means more options will be there, and more soon I'll be able to finally pick my hands up on one of my dream cars. So definitely oh, yeah. look
0: forward to for that. We'll keep an eye out for you.
4: Just on the
2: on the sticky dashes in the Lexus, the Camrys did it too. The the ones we got here. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned before on the podcast, but uh, I had a couple of customers contact me um, about them, two in a week, which was bizarre, because I didn't actually know the Camry ones went sticky, but they were like O seven O eight 08 Camrys. And uh, I thought, poor, I'm not going to paint all this. Uh, you know, I sort of tossed around. And I rang um, a mate I know at a Toyota dealer who was in the service department there, and he said, I'll oh, tell them to bring them in. They replaced both the dashboards under warranty for a 2008 model car. Are you serious? Absolutely serious. Yep, this is within the last twelve months. You know, well, yeah. so I, I don't think know Maz- if Lexus are doing it, but certainly Toyota.
4: are. And I think Mazda are doing a, a similar thing as well because I know with the second generation Mazda three is the BLs, where they um yes a little out thing they like my mother's me and my mum had the same car. Her right. ones have started to, to lift. Yeah, yep. and I've been looking as well. I've been looking online how to fix. It. I've been asking in Facebook chats and everything, and a lot of people are saying that. Are, are like similar to what what Toyota are doing now they're it's still under Mazda warranty that if you go to Mazda tell them show them the car and say whatever nonsense they will will replace the um, Toyota dash so haven't tried it yet can't can't say if that's the case with Mazda um, but this is what I've heard from other people so you know maybe one day I, I think
2: they're I think they're a little selective in the way they do it even at Toyota like if it was an ex-taxi for instance they probably wouldn't do probably it
0: really but- not
4: you know if they're
2: one owner you know you know one or two owner cars with you know good history and they've been maintained properly and all that sort of thing then they they're certainly open to doing it so but i think i thought that that's probably in all my years in the industry it's probably about the best warranty thing i've come across actually for uh, for those for any for any manufacturer really
0: that's pretty damn good actually 12
2: 14 years on
0: yeah that's pretty amazing mm. sorry um- mr
2: prince car updates really not very much i was tied up on the weekend so i didn't actually aside from driving my volkswagen caddy into the city twice and back again that was about the extent of it um i did enjoy looking at numerous and by numerous i mean dozens and dozens and dozens of um, photos of cars at um highball on sunday uh, which I'm here, we'll hear a little bit more about later. Um, so, yeah, I was uh, sorry that I couldn't get there, but it looked, t- looked to be a brilliant event. So um, look forward to hearing more about that. But um, car
0: wire, car
2: updates, a bit light on this week, sadly, for me. Watch this space, though.
0: Watch this space, totally fine. <laughs> Robin Harley, updates with you guys. You're always in the space. Now, you guys sent me a message earlier today, or was it yesterday? I-, then- I think it was. Yeah, <laughs> a car that's very familiar to you.
3: Yeah, yeah, I can, I can buy it back for several thousand dollars more than I sold it for.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys seen, but uh, the old Barra Merck that that Rob had is back up for sale. Oh wow!
4: I saw that actually. I saw that um this afternoon on a lunch break. The W one hundred and two was it? One hundred and eight. One hundred and eight. Sorry, yeah, I saw that like
3: the price yeah. on it too.
4: Oh, just asking. It was it. I think seventy or eighty grand. He was asking for yes. it.
3: There, seventy k for it.
4: Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah, I thought I was being a bit rich. <laughs> what did you sell <laughs> for? Uh, just under fifty. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you got to ask, I suppose. You can always come down, can't you? But you, you can't always go back yeah. up.
3: Well, he would spend another twelve or so, maybe plus thousand on it with the airbags and. Oh, the big okay. Yeah. Steelies on it, and um, he put chrome wheel arches on it, and I'm sure he would have done a few other bits and pieces, pieces to it. So I'm sure he would have spent that twelve or fifteen thousand dollars pretty quickly, on top of the Ooh. fifty.
2: I just don't get those chrome wheel arch trims no. on, on Benzers. I'm sorry, I hope I'm not offending anybody, but I just think they're vile bits of rubbish.
3: They just <laughs> um, cause um, dust and muck to build up into yeah. mud and rust. Yeah. And yep. starts rusting out the
0: guard. Yep,
2: they just don't suit it at all. Oh, they've mm. got to, Got to. They shouldn't ever peel out. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Humble yeah. opinion. Personal opinion. But
3: so that that was up for sale. What else has been happening? you, you know, of um, our purchase of the, the the Ford Transit. So that's Transit, yeah. a year you're a van away. Man.
0: You're, you're, you're a van man. You're a van man. A van man.
3: A year away. They're telling you it'll be a year. A year. Wow. Yeah, for Crazy. a Ford Transit. Um, so that's that, and I've got a. Sh- I can't tell my wife it's a secret. I hope she's not watching. Right. Put a deposit on another car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little Suzuki Jimny.
0: Oh yeah.
3: Oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: A brand nice. new one. Yeah. Oh, sick. they are the coolest car. Brilliant.
2: <laughs> so and that's probably two years, is it?
0: <laughs> no,
3: no, it's only eight months. <laughs> oh, sweet.
2: Yeah. Cool. So, so a gymney or a gymney
3: Light? No, gymney. okay. What colour? Grey.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah.
3: So Green. that ho- would hopefully be here uh, maybe Jan. Okay. January, maybe Feb.
0: What made you go for a um,
3: Oh, Because I might be able to put it That's, a that's on the biggest question over... tonight, Matt, that I, I can imagine. Why <laughs> would you go for a gymney? They're fantastic. Oh, they're
5: fantastic. It's they a are. great
3: little car to buzz around town. I can still... It's still quite capable of going off road.
0: Very capable,
3: mm-hmm. and I can then tow it behind my van when I go around Australia. Ah,
0: cool. So, is, is it a manual or an auto, Jimmy? Auto. Okay.
3: Auto. So, it might have to trailer it. I don't know yet. I'm not sure how whether whether it's, they're it's towable. Kit. There's a kit you can buy. It. There's a kit yeah. you can buy to tow it. So there you go. Wow. That's no, cool. It's, you gotta chuck a
2: um a little D or a little little uh, G kit on it to make it look like yeah, a G Wagon. That's or... what he wants to do. He wants yeah. to
3: turn into his G Wagon because yeah. a real G Wagon's unattainable. <laughs> <laughs> so, did, the, did the
2: dealer mention at all whether the
3: four doors are they taking orders for the four doors yet? No, nah, he didn't mention not one thing about the yeah. four door whatsoever. I've got to build it.
2: Oh, imagine how gangbusters a four door one would go.
3: They are building a four door already. They've got the plans and concepts, and I, I believe they're going to be out in twenty twenty three in India. Okay. Okay. So the four door is out there.
0: Is it? Is it a? <laughs> is it a Japanese built car or? or it'll... Indian.
3: Oh, well, the the two doors are Japanese built.
0: Yeah.
3: From what I, what yeah, the dealer that, tells me. Yeah, but I believe the four door may not be. So. Okay, that'd the be interesting. Was, We'll see what happens there. Yeah,
0: that will be interesting. We'll have to see what mm.
3: So on top of that, um, my daughter got her car smashed into. She's got a Renault cap to her. And uh, she had to park in the parking spot. And someone um, drove out of the car park and took out her front plastic guard and cracked that in half, oh. hit the bumper yeah. bar. So, the, so basically... The people that smashed into it were an elderly couple and they were quite nice. So they actually walked into the shop asking if they would know who the owner was of the car that they just smashed.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's lovely.
3: And, it, and they happened to be talking to my daughter at the time who was working in that shop. Oh, god. <laughs> she goes, well, that happens to be my car <laughs> that they smashed. Oh, <laughs> so lucky. they're very nice about it, which is, yeah. which is fantastic. They didn't try to drive off. So now I'm going through all the insurance hassles. Um, they want every bit of paperwork in, in, in the world, I tell you, under the world. Yeah. Um, just, just to, and it's not even your own fault. You think, you know, here it is. Here's their details. Here's their name. This is what's happened. You fill out the online claim form and then they want more information. They send you out another form and then fill out that other form.
0: You've got to uh, ask yourself sometimes, what are you paying for in those services? Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. really, what are you paying for?
3: Absolutely. So it's pretty disappointing, but, um, whilst I was doing all that, I found the insurance company also dropped the valuations of several of my cars. Yeah. So we had agreed value the previous year and they've dropped that agreed value down by four or $5,000. So I said, well, there's no way I can buy that car <laughs> for $10,000. It's it's, it's 15,000 plus dollar car yeah. to buy, go out and buy one. And, um, so they, they, they did put it back up again, so that was good. Wow, I put that's Harley's... something to watch,
2: though.
3: Mm, you mm. do need to keep a watch of that every year. So okay. just keep an eye on your insurance um, values. Even though you agreed on it, they do tend to change it on you. Mm. And um, Harley's uh, AMG uh, E36, E36 yeah. yeah, I'll put that up to 20000 they finally agreed to put it up a bit mm-hmm. to 20000 20, Nice. And my F100 was... Um, also dropped a little bit, so that's back up to fifteen thousand as well. So I've sort of sorted out sort of some of the valuations of some of my vehicles. Yeah. yeah. And um, what else we do? Oh, the E thirty BMW. That's had some work done to it, a bit of TLC, a new fuel pump, new um, real yeah bonnet strut, relay switch. Um, it's all running nicely again, and the bonnet doesn't hit my head anymore when I open up the bonnet. It's fantastic.
0: Cool. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so been working on that. Been working on a man cave um, as well. We got to so, come past and see this thing. Yeah, you'll have to come around. Your poster's hanging up there in my man cave. You might not come uh. back now. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're missing one.
0: My my, my bluebird. <sighs>
3: yeah, your bluebird one. You didn't come and claim it.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh. Uh, so yeah that's pretty much it on the car front. I'm not, haven't started any more projects of um, still the, the, the 380 SEC still the main car, on my project list to do. So that's the next car that's going to be worked on.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. So, so there's quite a few things I want to do with, again, I'm looking at getting a double car park hoist put up in the workshop. So I can then park all, all my cars down the workshop in one place rather than having some at home, some at the workshop, Another one up in the other house in Geelong. Yeah, um, they're all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, even though they're all undercover, the which is good, except for the F one hundred at the moment, it's actually out outside in the rain. Um, wow. But I've got to take that out of the rain before it rusts away. Yeah, they do tend to rust pretty they, pretty badly.
0: They do tend to go back to the earth in which, in which they came.
3: They sure do. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's that's us.
0: Uh, updates for me. I. Few few things. The Merc. I'm having. Thank God, Scotty's on the show. Uh, the Merc has had some issues.
1: What's broken, Maddie? Yeah. What's broken?
0: Um, it's weird because you drive it and it's fine, and then you switch it off and got to start it again like two minutes later. So I, I figured this out last last Wednesday, because uh, um, Wednesday for for me and my friends at work is Kebab Day. We go we go ah. get kebab. We go get. We call it Wednesday bab Day. Uh, it's a good day, and we go get kebabs for lunch. Obviously, so we t- we took the Merc. Fine on the way there. Um, get Bab walk out about five minutes later. Doesn't want to start. Starts. Put it in drive. Put my foot in the accelerator. It dies. And I'm like, well, this is this is embarrassing. I've got st- my students from my school walking past me, looking at me like I'm an idiot. And I'm just like, and I've got a car waiting to turn into my car park. I'm like, I can't move the car. I've got, I've got the other staff in the car that are just like, we got to get back to work. We're on period five. And I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm like. Oh why? Why is it doing this? So I managed to I managed to like to get it back to work and I was like, I was like, I don't know, it's it's really weird. Get it back to work. I had to like feather the throttle because if I put too much throttle, it just died. So I was like, I was like, I'll just kind of just, just take it easy. And I was like, look, I'll deal with it after work. Oh, I, I can't be bothered looking at it right now. It's, I'm kind of a bit frustrated. Hang on, how was with... the kebab? Sorry?
2: How how was the kebab?
0: It was, it was amazing, amazing. Hey, yeah, the...
2: Okay, continue. <laughs>
0: They're always good. Which I've got to ask you: How do you guys get your kebabs? But but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll figure that we'll figure that question in a, in a second. Uh, these are the these are the more important questions than car talk, obviously. Um, and obviously, we, we got back and it was still warm and it was it was it was good and the and the garlic sauce was just perfect. um So then. After work, it's about six o'clock. I go to leave and it starts perfectly and drives perfectly. And I'm like, well, I must've had like a, like some dirty fuel or something. And cause I, cause I lived at the bottom. I checked the plugs, all the plugs were good. Everything, everything seemed fine. Well, uh, I drive home and plenty of power up and go easy, get it home, uh, switch it off. I'm like, well, it's fine. Go inside. And then I realize I, I left something in, in, in the car. So I go back out to start the car. And does the same thing again. So I, I just like threw my heads. i like, I'm like, this car hates me. This car actually hates me. Like, <laughs> I've, I've fixed you, and I've defended you against Scotty and Alan. And I've it's def- the
1: curse of the free car, Maddie. It, it is. It's the curse of the free car.
0: But why does the LTD run perfectly? Like, like why? What? Why is that the case? And that was free.
1: Because that's a Ford.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, that's that is that's a fair point. Um, so, so I've decided that's it. I'm done with it. I'm uh, I'm gonna see what it needs and just m- move it off, move it on. The LTD I'm polishing up hopefully this weekend because the people that wanted to buy it have now backed out. So I'm gonna sell it. So I'm gonna clean it up, um, move that on. So I'll so free up some space for the uh, incoming hopefully vehicle, which we'll talk about when it ever arises. <laughs> Oh, ah. uh, yes, so those two are. Uh, I'm I think I'm officially done. Like it's and the LTD's done nothing wrong to be fair, uh, except oh, that no. the except catch fire to me to to to, to rob <laughs> and almost burn his house down. Apart from that, Oops. it's done nothing wrong. Um,
3: I've never drilled a hole in a quarter panel so quickly,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just as uh, I finished it. <laughs> Oh, I still can't believe that. But anyway, it was a fun, that was a funny story. So yeah, that was that car update. I took the uh again, I I drove the Fiesta back down to their Great Ocean Road again last weekend because um we we met up with Steph's uh brother and um his family. Uh they've they've driven over from from Adelaide. So we, we met them in lawn, had lunch in lawn, nice, um, and uh and drove back and yeah, I really enjoy driving it now and now that it's run in, I just hit 2000k's in it and um, you know plenty of power, plenty of torque, but it's it's not overpowering and it's it's just a really nice kind of balance and yeah, really really happy with it. So I've yeah, I've decided that you know it's this is this was a good decision. It's finally it's finally come to come to, finally come to my senses. said okay. Finally, finally. Finally, I was like okay, I I like this car now. Um so that's that. Lasers fine. Drove the MR2 on the weekend, but also uh, we, we took out the XR8 as we as we went to highball cars and coffee. Now the XR8 just had a bit of work done on it on the paint. It had a couple of rust spots on the boot lid, so I got that sorted. And on the front guard, it had some random um antenna that was like an aftermarket edition Had that all filled in. um It had the, it was a big ding on the guard fixed as well um and they they use this this product I, i've never seen it before because we, we don't sell it super cheap but it, it's like a it's, it's like a it's like a colored trim restorer and they put it on the on the red of the, the you know the red the red kind of the strip that goes right around the car and it looks vibrant it looks back to red brilliant so um so yeah really come up really well i'm happy with the job and yeah t- took them both to highball which will which i guess we'll, which i guess we can segue into that into that now for highball uh, on on the weekend which was which was a good day. New venue. Uh, it was just like a. I think. I think. I mean, they still they still want to do their Bosch venues, but it was, it was a bit of a different venue. And so this was at the mall in. Um, uh, geez.
2: Is think, it Mooney Ponds there
0: or? No, no, it's um Bell Street. Yeah, it, it's near. It's 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 not Brunswick. It's Coburg. Coburg, yeah. Coburg, Coburg, yeah. Um. So right where the polytechnic is, uh, on Bel- just off Bell oh, Street.
2: Oh, yep, 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 yep.
0: So went there. Um, some really cool cars for the day. I know it was '80s and '90s seemed, but everybody seemed to rock up in whatever they wanted. <laughs> so, um, so which was which kind of took which because I, I was like, oh, well, i have taken a '90s car, taking an '80s car. You know, it'll be a bit of fun. Yeah, look, it, it was it was a good event as, as it normally is. Um, plenty of diversity, pl- plenty of interesting cars. There was a, there was a Diablo there, which I which I hadn't seen. A, I, I remember the first time I saw Diablo, and it's, it's probably been ten or fifteen years since I've actually seen one in the flesh. So that that was kind of cool. Uh, I'm not really a supercar fan, but I kind of don't mind those, even though even though they're terrible. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of interesting cars there. Plenty of plenty of you know Mercedes and BMW from the '90s, which was really cool to see. And uh, Alex, who's been on the show a few times, parked next to so he's got a M6, uh, and he's got the plate S85 M6, I think I think it is, and he parked next to a E39 M5, which had S. Uh, what was the motor in, in that one the s so i can't remember what it was but it had it just had that and then next to that was a was an e36 m3 sorry no, e46 m3 with the plate s um s52 um so yeah. they had kind of like you know the engine codes and the and and they're all in black and it was like that, that was kind of made for a cool picture so yeah. he was pretty he was pretty excited about that and and stuff like that they, they had some they, they had like some some jumping you know rc cars which got half of them got destroyed because they just got broken and jumped so high that they broke but apart from that it was, a, it was a really really good day a few standout cars and i know david and and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure harley would have, would have seen some of the cars from from the event what cars took your fancy gentlemen
2: well <clears throat> a, a few certainly got a lot of uh a lot of coverage the unimog certainly got a lot of uh coverage
0: yeah that that was cool <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's uh, that's the biggest car park warrior thing I can think of. Actually, actually using probably even more. which well, certainly got more height than a than a Hummer, but um, much cooler car. Um, I made Andrew Wrigglesworth um, with the, the beautiful two Magna Station Wagons. Yeah. He was quite a place in the uh, in the centre of the mall. I saw that was great. But some really, there's a, a, a lovely current model 9-11 anniversary, 70th anniversary edition in um, fish silver, the colour's called. I imagine spending all that money on a car and the colour's called fish silver.
0: <laughs>
2: Takes all sorts, I suppose. But um, but that looked pretty impressive. Uh, but, of course, a lot of the old ones too were always cool to see and they come out of the woodwork for that event. But it was really, the whole the whole shtick of the thing was, was. And why the Magnus were front and centre, I think, was that it was, you know, 80s and 90s cars. And yep. um, and that sort of, um, I don't know, dare I say, well, some people would consider them daggy, I suppose, but that was the whole shtick <laughs> whole of the, that, that, uh, having it there, I think. But um, some people would consider Porsches daggy, I suppose. But I'm just trying to look and see what else... Uh, I can find on Instagram that struck out. Oh, the green golf. There, there was a, a diesel golf. Yeah. Um, that belongs to a guy actually I know through the trade. And uh, I think the colour's called Viper Green or Dragon Green. I can't remember.
0: Is that original paint? I think it's yeah, paint. original paint. Oh, the original paint. Wow, original okay. colour,
2: yeah. They came in that colour. So it's an 80, I think it's an 80 model or 81, uh, sitting on um, beautiful gold 15-inch BBS rims. It uh the, the the stance was just on point. It just looked fantastic sitting on the on there and that got a lot of love. Saw a lot of photos of that.
0: Yeah, that was a very cool car. Like that that really stood out. I thought, you know, out of all the cars that were there, that was probably one of the one of the uh yeah, you're right, one of the standouts, I'd say. There was some really cool cars though there, like uh this this weekend. I, I know the guy that does the um what's his what's his tight is it is it L eight eight one, the guy that um Oh yeah, the, uh, takes, yes. t- um, Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't.
0: I actually don't know his name. But <laughs> yeah, all I know is his, his tag. I, I don't know his. I don't know his actual real name. But he got a really cool photo of there was an i thirty n and a. Uh,
2: Alistair Campbell, his name is.
0: There, there you go, Alistair Campbell, and yep. um, and the i thirty n next part, like in in yeah, you know, in their their race of their performance, performance blue, blue. Yep. Park next to a uh, bright yellow eight fifty r, wagon, and he had both the uh, the the like the matchbox size cars or hopper size cars in his hand and i was like that was like the perfect shot and
2: it was brilliant wasn't it i had to to comment on his post it was it was was brilliant it's got some a lot of love for that
0: yeah that was a cracker that was um ugly one of my one of my one of my more favorite ones at that that he's done but but yeah the unimog was pretty crazy it was just it just came in and everyone was like holy crap what the hell is that like that's <laughs> that, that's that's something out of this world but yeah like, i i really liked it because like a lot of the cars that that like that did come were were, were from the 90s and and the, and the 80s and, and there's something about cars in that era that i mean they're they did so that they're kind of cool if that makes sense like it just it just um absolutely they just, they just kind of work like there was a subaru vortex yeah uh which, which i've seen a few times before that that actual car but that just personified that that era, and and the, the two magners, and um yeah you know, like there were some really cool uh, car, cars from that era, and and it, it was just good to see like they had the DeLorean, which is which just personifies the '80s, if you if you if you ask me. They had that, yeah you had that's that's some great Porsches, but but uh, in terms of the new stuff, there, there was a few um, Alpines there which, which surprised me because I, I hadn't seen one before in, in real life. Um, they're quite a petite little car. Um, mm. I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys have seen them in, in real life. I didn't think they were, they were that small. But yeah, they they were they, they were they were small.
5: <laughs> they had um, a new Mercedes EQS there too.
0: Yes, I saw that. They they did. They, correct me if what am it had an AMG badge on the back. Yeah, Are the they AMGs. AM-
5: so at, at the moment in Australia, they're only selling the 53 AMGs and they're 398000 dollars
0: Is that how much that car is worth?
5: Yes. Wow. It's not worth it. <laughs> well, like, like, but the, by the time you put that, like like I think it's the base is about $358. By the time you put like a few little options about it's about three ninety eight. If you price one up with all the options in it,
0: bloody hell!
5: Like with the wow. AMG Track Pack and stuff like that.
0: Gee, and that and that was and and that that actual car there was was virtually five five hundred oh sorry four hundred thousand dollars.
5: Yeah, they, they started three fifty six or something like that, three fifty eight for base with no options.
0: Bloody you hell! You
5: can get carbon ceramics, you can get the AMG Track Pack, you can get lots of other different type of like um the driving like type stuff. You know,
0: but like, that's like that's a dual motor,
5: yeah. That's 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 the best one that's, that's like their top one, so it's yeah, it's like a dual motor, it's got 660 kilometer range or something. Okay, that one does.
0: Oh, I, I, I couldn't justify that price on a car like that. Like, it's not even a big <laughs> car, it doesn't, it doesn't look great either. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine the resale them is not going to be too good. <laughs> and they
5: got a lot coming in. Like, if you look at the Mercedes Benz website, you can, buy, like, they've kind of like changed their model where you just buy online now. Yeah. There's a lot in stock.
2: Yeah. Funny that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot in stock.
5: You, you can, there's a lot of them.
0: Oh, jeez. Anyway. Um, yeah. Good, good luck to Mercedes. I, like, I know you probably will sell them heavily discounted, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> huh. Um. One of my favorites that was there was an RS4 wagon. Did you guys see that one? The, the blue RS4 wagon. That that looked cool. And um mm. I was like, that's you know, I'm not a big Audi fan, but that was that so how old? One. Like
2: an older one or
0: uh a- uh like the, the V8 one, so like in mid 2000s one. Okay. Um yeah. I, I'm not really good with the uh with the model codes on Audis, but good looking car, manual, you know, V8. I was like, that's that's really cool. Um so I, I i did like that a lot actually i thought that was a pretty damn cool car um i'm just trying to think what, what else was there. there there was there was a fair few you know as you, as you said porsches and um and there, there was a there was a gtv alpha which was in really good nick actually there was a bunting brought his his subaru wagon down um the
2: uh, liberty
0: liberty wagons um that, that, that was cool um but the car that the one picture that kind of got me was was really cool was the uh there was a you know LM002 parked next to a um a 60 series land cruiser. Yes, yeah, and yeah. And I'm yeah. like, that was like 80s to a T. Like that was so <laughs> cool. I, I was I was a big fan of those. Um because like they're just two different, you know, cars from, from that era, but they also had that really clean um XJ uh grand cherokee like in that blue color and that thing looks stunning that's a beautiful color um they had a wagoneer they had a humvee uh yeah. so they, they, they had a bit of everything kind of really rock up on the uh on the day which 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 was which was pretty cool to see so uh overall i thought it was a well, it was a pretty good event um patrick for you there was some there's plenty of sylvias there there was plenty of s13s s14s s15s they were they were definitely they definitely out in force on the day that's for sure Definitely uh, need
4: to come to the next Highball event, that's for sure.
0: Absolutely, yeah. They, you'll, you'll, mm. defi- you'll definitely enjoy it. They, it would, they're, um, they're, they're, they're a cracking event. They they always put on a good show.
2: Actually, there are a few photos too of a very cool late 70s uh, Volvo 240 wagon. The green or one? 245, two, four, the green one, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Lowered. It had um, – oh, they look like steelies actually on it.
0: Yeah,
2: Um. Yep. Lowered nice roof rack that was that looked cool,
0: yeah. No, it was definitely, um, definitely. I'm guessing
2: it's not got a two liter full, a Volvo engine under the bonnet, but I can't quite tell.
0: You never, you never even know, even the Venetian
2: blinds in the back that's cool,
0: yeah. It was and it and it looked like it, um, because I went up to it real nice and close and it looked like the the patina had been kept. Um, so what they did was they they looked, it looked like they just cleared over it to stop it from rusting or getting worse, yep which I was like, that's cool. Cause like that for me, I would, I would do something like that to, to that car. I would keep the patina as it, as it was just, just, you know, clear over it. Cause it wasn't too far gone. It, it just, just needed a bit of love. And, and I think um how they did it really worked well. So I, I was, I was like, yeah, that, that looks, that looks fantastic. They had a, they had probably the most amount of AE86s I've ever seen. They had probably like <laughs> six or seven of them there. Like I kid you not, they were, they were, they were absolutely everywhere. Um, There was one that was done as in, um, uh, what's it, uh, Kaiichi Suchi is like like a mock-up one with, with the carbon fiber green 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 bonnet and, and stuff. And also I thought that was pretty cool. Plenty of you know GTR. If you were a GTR, there was fan there was enough there for you. I'm trying to think what, like there was a whole there was just a whole but there was just too much like it's it's an event that there's just too much to to, to look at, like that you, you can't really just you can't take your eyes off at all. Uh C8 Corvette for, for our Murikin fans. Yeah. Uh, but one of my favorite cars that that came on the day was this really original even had the factory exhaust on it um GCA WRX in green. Mm. Um probably the cleanest original WRX I've ever and like it was very original like you know like they paid the paint chips and that and stuff but just super nice like super clean it came in you couldn't even hear it it was like just you know just really quiet and and I'm like wow that was I have not I can't remember the last time I've seen a stock like like you know, on the road stock um gca wrx another, another cool car was there was a w or, or, sorry an s124 wagon um sitting on monoblocks that, that looked really really tidy um with, with the ang body kit on it that looked quite nice yeah plenty plenty of cool cars there for the day so um and lots of minis there, there was a row of minis at one point which, which which got me which got me a bit excited i was like oh mini <laughs> um uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it for that day. Plenty of other great cars that were there though. Um, so yeah, try to get out to the next one. Uh, we'll have to see you guys all there. Moving on gentlemen. Now, we like to do these when they come up on for auction. Uh, the, the, the latest Shannon's auctions. Now, we know car prices are going a bit weird at the moment, but <laughs> I think they're kind of stabilizing, hopefully. Um, do you, Have we seen what's coming up on the latest auctions, gents? Nope. Hmm. Is it
5: yeah. so the 300 SE like ours? Oh, uh, okay. yeah. A brown
0: one. Is it LFA Lexus? LFA
5: is for 1.2 to 1.3 mil. Right. LFA a white one.
0: Oh, is that the one that was at, at Dunn's forever? I don't know. Yeah, it's... Uh, did they have a white one? Did they? They did have a white one, yeah.
2: Okay. Probably the car, I'd say. Yeah. Not that many of them in the country.
0: No, not that many ever. <laughs> nope. So it's yeah, it started from today. So viewing all lots, um, David Prince, uh, you were bringing this up earlier. So there is there is quite a fair few for sale.
2: There's there's well they they're actually doing the Sydney and Melbourne auctions simultaneously. So yeah, they're up to um, there are two hundred and twenty one lots. So that's that's you know obviously about double given that there are two two different auctions. There's a sprinkling of WRXs.
1: Looking at those now
2: two door for 50 to 70 price guiding range there's um two pajero evo wagons wow okay two of them like it's like looking at looking at a mirror i know one's got mud flaps one hasn't they're both 60 to 70 grand um actually be a bit of a tough decision deciding between the lfa coupe and peter Brock's uh, 73 gtr race car because that's also on offer for between a uh, price guiding range of 900,000 to 1.2 million. Just um, a lazy,
0: lazy, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm looking at the um, uh, the, the VG Valiant that that's there on the nice set of wheels and, and uh, looks really, really tidy 40 to 50 grand. Um, what lot number is that? The lot number 96, um, 96. Yeah, it looks to be a really nice original car. Uh, well, I'm not original, I mean, it's it's had it's obviously paint and then the fair, fair few things done to it, but. It's got a 265 which is which is the famous Hemi uh, 265 which is a great engine yep um yeah like I, I I really like it I think I think it's a I think it's a very cool car
2: you' 40 to 50 the price guide range on that piece
0: which I think which I think they're, they're still underappreciated though those um those, those I values. think so if it was a Charger,
2: it would be a lot more obviously yeah. um, or a Monaro a lot more
0: there's, there's an original mini for sale 15 or 25 that like looks like, a lot like ads a 69 um mini um
2: yep that's a mini k that one another okay. uh, one that they've got coming up for auction which was the um the hybrid one only australia got it hence the k because the k stood for kangaroo it had little kangaroo stickers on the on the bottom of the front guards um, <laughs> so they're i think they're 1100 cc's they no, they were sort of a, a, a mashup of the last of the round nose and the start of the Clubman and they so they had flush door handles and things like that. Okay, well um, oh, that'll tell me if I'm right or wrong when I look at the photo.
3: Are these any guide prices or yeah? yeah. Guide prices, yeah. So yeah. so they'll probably end up going for a hell of a lot more than what they're they're like real estate agents, aren't they?
2: That's right. They're That's right.
3: Like that. yeah, okay,
2: it's really interesting. There's a huge selection of cars sort of between that fifteen to twenty five range. You know, everything from an XP Falcon Coupe to a, a barn fine Ford console Cortina two door. Mm. You know that, that minis in that price range is a nice Rover P6. There's
0: a car for Patrick here, Saleen GT4, 87, uh, 165. I do like those a lot. Now, I'll send that to uh, you. I'll send that to you, Patrick, after the show.
2: Two door a uh, two door Range Rover. Um, price guide range 38 to 48. So and no reserve. Interestingly. Heat might have gone out of those a little bit, perhaps, or it maybe it's not a very good good example. Aren't,
3: aren't they fetching crazy prices, those Range Rovers?
2: Yeah, absolutely. The early ones. That, yeah. I think the price guide range is a bit low, but unless there's, I haven't read the description. Unless there's something wrong with it, sort of thing. But
0: yeah, it's 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 a it's a Range Rover. It'll have definitely have something wrong, <laughs> wrong with it. Um, it's an E46 manual coupe. Geez, they've crept up in value like that. They're seventy to eighty grand now. That's the that's the price. That's Kind of the guided price for that.
2: Carmen gear, Cabral, <coughs> forty-five to $55,000. It's a lot yes. for a Carmen gear.
0: Yeah. D to Massive so,
5: so what... Mark II, F6. All oh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to. 45 to,
0: find to 50K. It. Well, yeah, There you go. That's
5: the guide price. The guide you know, price, know the
0: price, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll keep an eye on what that goes for because. Um... <laughs> Um, there is a millionth a millionth edition XDGL. Did you guys see that? I saw that
2: too. Yeah, just the silver looks,
0: one. Silver one, yeah, millionth edition. Uh, I think that stands for the was that the millionth Falcon sold or millionth car sold? I think millionth car sold in Australia for for, for memory memory. Um, so so that that was kind of cool. I do like a VXSS. I think that I think and, and especially in white. Um, there's one for sale, but geez, twenty to twenty-five grand—that's a lot of money. But yeah, there's a there's a, modif- a modified modified uh, BF Typhoon, forty to fifty grand. I'm looking at that now. Um, yeah, it's all a bit of the Suzuki
1: Mighty Boy. <laughs> what uh, them.
2: I actually eyeballed that the other day. I, I actually went down and had a look at the S uh, S600 Coupe. That's that's down there with a guide range of thirty to thirty-five. Um, the 65 Honda S600 coupe mm-hmm. and the Mighty Boy is parked next to it and I've got to say I was quite surprised to see the Mighty Boy there it's not sort of the typical Shannon's car especially when it's been resprayed in ramset orange and um it wasn't a particularly impressive car on any level really but funny
3: you mentioned that I've seen
2: one why the, buy the
1: uh, Pajero Evolution instead
3: <laughs> funny you mentioned that I came across a, a Honda S600 the other day going Ooh. down Sunshine Avenue
2: Nice S six sixty yeah
3: S six sixty yeah that's yeah, a, no, that,
2: that's more my cup of tea that one but yeah, uh, it's
3: a not, nice little car I
2: thought it was, 96... I had to look
3: twice I didn't know what it was I go well I haven't seen one of these before
2: yeah <laughs> it's got the same engine as my N one the six sixty oh. turbo okay um, they uh, the S six sixties which is obviously the you know the tri- the the new version of the S six hundred basically they go for quite a bit more money you're paying I haven't seen any under about 37 and a half grand. Okay. Like pushing 50 sort of for some of those. So wow. If you can bring get one in from Japan, that's a car talk top hit, uh, hot, mm. hit hot tip. Um, while they're still cheap or cheaper up there, uh, they've actually stopped producing them in Japan too. So that's just going to make them um, even more valuable, I think.
0: Wow. The Mighty Car Mods RX-7's up for sale as well, by the way. It is,
2: it is. Yes, I saw that too. No reserve.
1: But you know it's going to go for crazy money.
0: Yeah. because <laughs>
1: We could all
2: pull <laughs> together and do it.
1: You know? <laughs> It'll be the car talk um, RX-7.
0: <laughs> no longer Mighty Car Mods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the how they
2: even get their logo in the catalogue, actually. It's oh. the only, only car in the whole catalogue that's actually got someone's logo next to it. So. <laughs>
3: No. Um Robert dance.
1: And uh on that bombshell, I'm also having to leave. I apologize, gentlemen. It's been a lovely show. Uh Robin Harley, you got to win the quiz for me. Yeah. I'll try. Listen. <laughs> um yeah, I'll catch you guys later.
0: All right, Alan take care Thanks for running. Yeah. Care. Okay, see ya. Uh, All right, gents, you got to buy one car from this auction. Where's your money going?
4: Ooh. Which one, Harley? Sleeker.
0: I'll go for oh, like GT4. I like it. Good choice. Good. The choice. old Subi. <laughs> Uh, the wagon that was there?
3: No, it's just a four-door or two-door, was it? Two-door one. The two-door one. Oh, oh the, the WRX. WRX
2: yeah. yeah, the WRX. Yeah. I, 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 know, I, can, I know the wagon you're talking about, Matty, the L-Series wagon. Cool car. Okay, well, you could guess probably nearly every car in, in the auction, and you wouldn't guess the one that I'd go for. Um, lot 127, a 1979 Holden VB Commodore SLE 4.2-litre sedan.
0: Oh, that would be oh, your no. car
2: needs a little bit of love but it's palais white with the red velour trim lots of red velours died to trim that interior i gotta tell you
0: <laughs> what load is it 121 127,
2: 127. One? 20 to twenty five thousand price guiding range no reserve but Great. um that just bring, brings back very good memories that car my my dad had a bought a um had a work car a 79 vb brand new which was, um, his wasn't, he, I was one of the SLE, but of course I never had any say. So it was base model <laughs> VB S, um, vinyl seats, Atlantis blue over blue. Um, and I got to drive around Bathurst on L plates. So that, oh, that's was, cool. that was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> what were they like to drive back then? Were they, were they, were they comfortable and, and, and refined? Oh, or? they were
2: a revelation after, you know, anything else. Yeah. Um, in fact, the VB, the, like the, the handling that, that um, Peter Hannenberger set up with the radial twin suspension was actually so sharp, um, they actually had to dumb it down a bit for the VC. So they actually, it was less direct and uh, had a bit more, of, you know, playing the steering wheel and that <laughs> sort of thing because the VBs were so European and so sharp that they had a lot of complaints that they were just too too tricky, you know, to, to drive. Um, but as good a car, it, it had the old... Um, 202 you know red motor in it so the the uh, drivetrain probably didn't match the you know the um, dynamics of the car anyway Um, but I do remember you know I was just wrapped I thought it was you know I thought it was so cool to have a a new Commodore because that hadn't been out very you know only been out about six or eight months Um, but the build quality was probably the most abysmal build quality I've ever seen on a new car.
3: Oh, uh, didn't hell. they come out with a four-cylinder at the same time, the VB?
2: No, no. The v, the four-cylinder didn't come out to the VC. VC, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the VB's the the 2850 was the the, the base engine, and then the 3300 was the was the uh, the L202 was the the, was the, the sort of most popular one, and then the SLEs all had the 4.2 as yeah. standard in um in the uh, VBs. They had The
3: wipers, wipers, and the headlights.
2: Headlights, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but we—you could drive that Things would fall off that car as you drove it down the road. The window no. would come off in your hand. You know, um, I remember one day in the rain, his dad was driving me to school, and the windscreen wipers sort of started not talking to each other, and that actually chewed out the 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 Spline. the splines of the of the on the on the wipers. So um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't a great car build quality wise, but
3: but. Uh, my first um, look at one of those was I was actually in Europe at that particular uh, back back in the eighties. Oh, okay. It's going around everywhere, and I go, "Wow, these are great looking car." And the next thing we know, we've got one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, got yeah, them here, yeah. but they came out in a convertible over there as well.
2: Yes, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got the we got the wagon laid in the VB, so that was a pretty you know significant car. Um, and of course, they're a bit smaller than the HZ. The HZ continued on for another sort of eighteen months, I think, after the Commodore came out. But
0: I, I didn't know that. I didn't know the, the HZ and, and, and that yep. went side by side. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And of course, the H, the WB commercials and 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 Statesmans and stuff. But um, you know, the HZ certainly continued. They they sort of had a foot in both camps. They sort of wanted to, you know, see how this new, you know, smaller European car went. Um, and um, but, you yeah, know, keep the, the Kingswood that all the all the, the farmers had gone by because they, you know, had, had Holden's well, one after the other.
3: Wasn't there a joke about the Commodore where, where Peter Brock actually took one on the Repco Reliability Trial? Yeah. But they had so many spare parts with them all the way around the country.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it going? Well, Com- Commodores came first, second and third in the Repco Reliability <laughs> Trial. Um, yeah, and it was like a military operation to actually, you know, keep them all in, in place actually that, that car i think that the the winning car is at the uh i saw it a couple of months ago at the um bathurst museum oh wow at the foot of the mountain they've got the repco reliability car there
0: i don't know much about this repco reliability thing. what what was this
2: oh it was what was the rob what was the the rally back in the the redx trial
3: it was a Red X trial, so they had them. They used to used to go way back with the older cars, but it was just to prove the reliability of the car. And they actually go right around Australia, mm. yeah. and the car that made it around Australia without breaking down and you know making it a, a reasonable time frame would sort of get certain accolades. Uh, and prom- they actually promoted the cars through you know the reliability trial and how good they were.
2: That's right. And they
3: were sponsored by various other you know manufacturers and like you know Repco. Of yeah. course, yeah. and so on. Yeah, so it was a it was a pretty big thing. It was it was a good it thing to actually yeah. follow. Yeah, but you I can know, remember you going up
2: to that. the um, Tuberack in in um, Central Victoria and watching a stage of it, mm. um, and all as the cars all came screaming past in the, on the dirt roads and stuff. But yeah, that, it was pretty punishing. You know, not not a, nearly as many cars finished as started. I've got a great book about it if you're interested. Next time you're around, Maddie. I'll show you.
0: Yeah, it'll be great.
2: Yeah, uh, it was over about two or three weeks i think i mean it was quite a long project you know obviously to get right around australia but yeah the the, the story goes that holden wasn't going to be losing that event they uh <laughs> it was 1979 so it was just just when they, you know the commodore had been out about six months and i thought All right well this is what we need of course it was based the commodore was based on the opal record
0: i think record yeah
2: yeah and um they um were testing them extensively beforehand and had to reinforce the firewalls because they were sort of the the opals once they got them into Outback South Australia they had the firewalls habit had a habit of cracking, evidently. So they um but yeah when I when I saw that in the Shannon's auction I thought, Oh, look at that. That brings back memories.
0: <laughs> there
3: you go.
0: It's look it it looks all there. I mean, it looks, it's probably, it's probably due for like a, you know, like a rester, but I, w- I wouldn't say would, it would, it wouldn't need much to to keep it. It wouldn't need on. much.
2: It could make that car look really good with a, a good detail. Still got the original Blaupunkt stereo like they that. had. That, that was a big selling point with the VBs. You know, it was the best of European, you know, and that's why they had the windscreen wipers on the headlights because that, I think the only other
0: car that Saab's was, them, Saab's
2: yeah Sabs and and I think they're optional on some Benzers and stuff like that. So the fact the SLE had them as standard, and you could even in the S SLS you could actually get a Euro pack. So the pack the option packs are all bunched together as like a code. So often you'll see a 310 pack or a 420 pack on the um, well back in the day when they were being advertised, you know. But there was a Euro pack which gave you the VB the SLE uh, alloys um and the wipers on the headlights and i think it picked up the inertia um intermittent wiper control on the dash and a few other bits and pieces but yeah oh, it was
3: the the velour trim of course
2: yes yeah yeah yeah,
3: yeah. made a difference it was much
2: more preferable to the the vinyl i can tell you that
3: because that vinyl
2: was <laughs> anyway we digress
0: <laughs> oh. No, look, I'm I'm, I'm reading through it now. It's actually kind of a cool car. It's it's uh, well, a lot of history in that car with with the, with the VB. Like it's a uh, um yeah, it, it it seems it's a one family owned car since new. So mm. um, that'd be probably a probably a good one to to put away. Yeah. Uh, I reckon. I reckon. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's I think it's quite quite good. And I like it.
2: And of course, white with red interior. You know what? A lot of them happen happened to them. They became Brock replicas. So the first hdt oh. H- was a vb and that was with the ermish wheels oh. and the um but they had red in black and white and black white black and red I thought. oh no maybe only black and white with the red interior so and there's a lot of red in those interiors so all of <laughs> all the roof lining and the pillars and everything so you know to, to, as a basis for a um a replica um hdt commodore that would be you know, Desirable in itself, you know.
0: That's the one I go for. So you'd have that over the uh, um, the S? Was it S six hundred? That was Oh
1: gosh! Yes, yeah.
0: there, <laughs> there you go. Not bad. And Rob, what are you taking?
3: Uh, I, I said, I think the Subi. Yep. WRX.
0: So we've got Subi Rex uh, VB four point two. Patrick's taking the Saliga GT four. Saliga GT four. Why, Patrick?
4: Sick car, and you just don't see many of them around, man. And yeah, I don't know. You know, getting a all drive force on the Turbo three GT manual. It's just yeah. Uh, is it? I'm gonna ask. Is it the um, pop up or is it the
0: uh, pop ups? Pop ups.
4: Yeah. I'm. A lot of people are, people are gonna be surprised, but I prefer the other, the second gen. Yeah, the more angrier, uh, circular look in the silica. I don't know, just me, but the pop ups still just as cool. I reckon. I
2: don't think the GT4 was sold new here with the pop ups. I
0: don't think it, uh, it wasn't the only the third gen was so yeah, the, yeah. the 205, which is the more aggressive one, which you're, which you're talking the one with the, the one with the history about cheating, which is the yes, yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, which one would I take? I would there's a really cool mark one gti there that, yeah uh, one problem with that car left hand drive
2: steering wheels on the wrong side yeah
0: yep. i did see that it's um, a french car you know what i'd have to say i would take the saliga gt too, patrick i think that that is my that is definitely my pick and i was gonna ask harley but he's he's already gone so
3: <laughs> uh yeah i'm not sure what he'd take i mean he, he likes the skylines
0: there's
3: one there, was there?
2: Yeah, there. There, there, there is a 32. Uh, yeah, Matty, attack like 219, 1993 Skyline R32 GTR V spec in yeah. one price guiding range two hundred and forty
0: to $280,000. Mm. Oh, Patrick's just just like, just like, yeah, now.
4: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, just maybe if maybe if, maybe if I was rich, I could understand, but I'm not far from it. So it's just, yeah, it seems a lot of money for. A car that to me was mass purchase, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I'll hold my tongue. <laughs>
2: no, absolutely. You know what? The bargain I reckon of the whole thing is, and talking about iconic cars, and yes, it's a bit daggy, and yes, it is Japanese, but Lot 205 is a 69 Turtle Corolla Ke10. I saw that original shape Corolla, uh, eight to twelve thousand dollars price guiding range. It's white with red interior, a very classic period color combination like the commodore and and not not like, not perfect but need, needs a little bit of love but yeah that's um to see a tidy one of those still still original is uh is pretty cool and i think that's a good price eight to twelve for that
0: agreed absolutely agree I, th- I think that's i think that that's a really cool you know retro cruiser if you want it all right well gentlemen we've got to get into the quiz before the end of the show
2: quiz time
0: Quiz time. So let's get straight into it. It's the car to car quiz. Ten questions, plus some bonus questions as we normally do. Rob and uh Harley's return for the for the quiz. Harley, we'll ask you before we get skid into the quiz. Out of those cars, which would be the one you take?
5: I oh, you have to go for the
0: LFA. LFA, yeah. I mean that, that way, If I if money was no option, yes, that would be yeah, my If money was no option,
5: you have to get for LFAs. Yeah. Park your collections. I'll slowly appreciate it over time, it <laughs> yeah, has more. appreciated. <laughs> it has already, I think I was saying for about 700 something brand
0: new. Yep, they're uh, an incredible piece of machinery, though. So, uh, but let's get into the car quiz. First question one bar of boost is equal to how much psi? Ooh. Patrick, Patrick,
4: is it 25 psi?
0: <laughs> Correct,
4: no, no good with that.
0: It'd
3: be about like um, 4 PSI.
0: Incorrect. Uh, David giving up? Not even going to... 7.5, i 7.5. Incorrect. 14.5 PSI. Fourteen Fourteen and half. Two bar of boost is, is, where, is pretty much where you, you're getting closer to Patrick. It was like, was like 29 PSI. Question two. What car am I? Made on a bespoke chassis for homologation purposes, this two-door all-wheel drive manual rocket has set the world on fire recently. Featuring a three-cylinder engine and available. With
5: Have it. oh. It's the Yaris GR.
0: It is the Yaris GR. Well done. <laughs> Bonus questions: What two model trims are it is it available in? Patrick. Patrick just got in there.
4: There is, oh God, I'm stupid. There is okay. the base model and then there's there's the Rally or the Correct. Rally.
0: Yep. Yeah. I'll, pay, I'll pay that. There's the GR, just the Yaris, and then there's the Rally. Yeah, I'll, I will pay that one on Patrick. Bonus bonus question. <laughs> How have they spelt rally? Patrick. Patrick.
4: R A Double L E Y E.
0: Incorrect. R A
2: double
0: L Y E. Y is correct. Oh, <laughs> come on. I there's one E man. <laughs> Anybody's game. We're gonna, we're gonna keep people excited. Anybody's game. <laughs> Uh, question three: How many generations of the Hyundai i30n, uh, sorry i30, have there been? David. David. Three. Three. That is correct, David. There has been three versions of the uh, Hyundai i30. The reason I ask that question is because my dad's driving one currently. Um, question yes. four: In the movie Flubber, Robin Williams' character drives a what? Oh I've still got the toy, the is toy from from this movie. It's the car.
3: Flubber. I'll take a wild shot
0: at it. Was it a yep. V dub? It wasn't a V dub. The movie Flubber from the 90s.
2: Yeah, I can remember uh, the movie, but I, I know that remember the name of the movie, but I can't. Remember. I don't think I ever saw it.
0: Flubber. Well, the bonus question is not going to work for you guys at all then. So <laughs> 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 no, suppose, Give us a clue. Uh, it's American.
3: It's American car. Oh, sure, sure. Yep, yeah,
0: sure. Yep, yeah. sure. A Jeep. Incorrect. Uh, you guys give up? Give up. It was a Ford Thunderbird. Oh. Read, Ford a red, a red Ford Thunderbird. And the bonus oh. question was, what did he do to it? And he put like the flubber in the engine, and he made it fly and uh, fly. And- oh, as you do. As you do, yeah. I've still got the the, the little uh, red Thunderbird from McDonald's in, the, uh, in my in my. Uh... So what era Thunderbird was it? Ah, geez, it was second gen Thunderbird. So that was late '60s, early '70s. Mm-hmm. The the good looking one, in other words. <laughs> Qu- question five, America. I only got the Subaru WRX from what generation? Ooh. Patrick. Patrick.
4: Um, they got the WRX from they got it from the mm, oh it's, it's between one of these two i don't know i'm gonna fumble it the uh, bunting
2: factor is coming into play get ready guys get, get ready bunting guys. factor
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: was a blob eye
0: oh incorrect
2: was... David
0: David
3: I'm gonna say third generation
0: incorrect ooh
3: okay well yeah I was gonna say the bug eye the the second isn't it
0: Second generation Bug Eye is absolutely Bug-Eye. correct, Rob. Well done. The Blob Eye was the facelift, but it was the Bug Eye second at the start of the I was going to
4: say Bug Eye, but I, I thought maybe, no, maybe it was the um, it was uh, Blob Eye, but they got the STI in the Blob Eyes when they correct. came to the States. Oh,
0: correct. Awesome. Yeah. Aww. Question six How many different sized engines did the Porsche 928 have during its lifetime? David. David, David, David. Oh, lifetime. Over its lifetime, David. Now I want to say what you said to Patrick. Here comes the Ed Bunting factor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, lifetime. Come on, Ed. I want to
0: say.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm even doing what Ed does. Buzz in first, and then go through it all.
0: Mm, yes. Yeah, uh,
2: um, I know of two. There's probably three. I'll go two.
0: Incorrect. Oh.
2: Rob.
0: Rob. Three. Incorrect. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. not working right. <laughs> Patrick is correct. It's, they have four different engines. So ah. so oh. it's, so it's nice, well done. Uh, score check, gentlemen. Two Patrick, two David, two Rob. Guess what I'm going to say next.
2: <gasps> two.
1: It's
0: bonus anybody's game. game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bonus question. How many cylinders did the 928 have? David. Eight. David. Eight. It was, an, it was a it was a V eight. it, Question seven. I actually Ford... knew
2: it, Rob. I actually did know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> question seven. The Ford Laser Lynx came out in which decade? David. David. The 90s. 90s is absolutely correct. Bonus there was question... there on Sunday. Did you see it? It was. Yeah, I've seen that car twice. It's come twice or three times to, to, uh, to highball. Oh, ball. wow. Okay. I mean, I've, I've probably been the only one that's ever noticed it, but uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be like, oh, it's a laser links. Uh, a bit of a bit, bit of a heads up to our to, to our listeners who don't don't who don't know what a laser links is. It's, it was based on the KJK um yeah KJ platform. Uh, basically, it was just a it was a bit of a redesign of the laser that sold alongside the laser Liata and. It's a bit of a weird-looking car, but it's kind of funky and cool. And the front end of that car is worth drug money. So if you ever have an accident in one, good luck finding – good luck finding the front end because they do not exist.
2: It was basically the TX3 of the KJ, wasn't it, really?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it had the the 1.8 – Yep, the 1.8 BP engine. Um, It was essentially the TX3. Uh, I don't don't know why they didn't call it the tx It probably would have sold better if it was called the TX3. (laughs) Bonus question. How many generations of the links were there worldwide, of the Laser links worldwide? This will test you guys. You guys will have no clue, but anyway. So.
2: <laughs> David, I'll David. go. I'll go. I know they sold in the UK for some years. Three.
0: Incorrect. They sold over the KQ era as well, as a essentially a facelifted KQ.
3: Go on, Patrick. Take a guess. Uh, five years.
0: Incorrect.
3: Rob, six.
0: Incorrect. They sold two generations of (laughs) laser laser links. Question eight. Which group manufactured the Hillman Imp after the Roots group? David.
2: Sorry, which group?
0: Yes, manufactured the Hillman Imp after the Roots group gave up ownership.
2: Good on (laughs) you. I got you there. Oh, you did. Got me good. I want to say... Leyland,
0: but Inco- it's, right. it's incorrect. Mm. Uh, I can bring this one quick. This question up after, I, after I've uh, I, oh, I think it's
3: town in saw... Scotland where they were made. Does it?
0: help? Uh, yep, <laughs> if that was a bonus question, I would have given you the points.
3: I'll take a guess. BMC,
0: BMC is, is incorrect. Patrick,
4: I'm clear this, mate. I'm not even gonna.
0: I'll tell you what, Patrick, because I want you to win, I'll, I'll give you a hint of a, of a uh. <laughs> it's an american group if you can give me if you can guess an american group
4: american american group
2: i think um i don't know (laughs) 300c
4: um gm
0: yeah incorrect it was chrysler of europe they they took over chrysler chrysler sure yeah okay here's one for you patrick Get ready, gentlemen. If my chassis, co- chassis code is an S12, what car am I? Patrick. Patrick.
4: A Gazelle. It's a S12. Gazelle, yes.
0: Well done. Yeah. Uh, qu- question 10. There's another one for you, Patrick, actually.
3: Oh. Here we go. Another Patrick week.
0: Here the we Nissan Silvia S15 yeah. had a convertible model. What was it called?
4: Uh, Patrick, uh, very uh, oh, I
0: got in first, I got oh, in before him. David actually got it just before. Ah. <laughs> oh, no! All
4: right, all right, all right. David got it. David got it. <laughs> it was the Marietta.
0: Marietta is absolutely correct. David just like <laughs> just got in. Bonus question Who built the car? Patrick, Patrick. <laughs> Ortec. Ortec built the car. Well done, Patrick. Uh, well done. Score check: Robin Harley on two, Patrick on four, and tonight's a winner just by the skin of his teethy teeth. teeth <laughs> on five, David takes the win. Well done, David. Stole hey. it
2: from Patrick. Sorry,
4: mate. I almost won my first quiz. Yeah, very close, but yet that's time.
0: why I was like, Patrick, oh, oh, because oh, I want you to win. I'll give, I'll give you a hint. It's American, maybe
5: next
2: time, maybe next time. Oh, yeah. well, right. Well, I'm, I'm I should be banned from coming next week, so I won't be here next week. So,
0: <laughs> no, that's that, that's not how this works, David. <laughs> no, right.
4: uh,
0: well done, David. That, that was that was very good. I brought the imp question into it because I, I saw a human there on, on Sunday. Oh, okay. There, there was one there. I was like, oh, I haven't seen him imp, imp in a while. and
2: I like, took a photo of one. You haven't looked at my Instagram for a while because I I put one up. Oh,
0: the white, last one? Week. the white one. The white
2: one. No, it was grey.
0: Grey. Okay. Yeah. Gray. But, oyster uh, grey, evidently. Um, there was a there was a, I think it was a white one that was that was there, and I was having a good look at it, and I was like, oh, that's 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 pretty cool. But yeah, the Roots Group did it first, and then Chrysler from Europe, sure. Sure. Uh, they um, excuse me, took over and finished the job, gentlemen. Uh, lovely podcast as Panol. Well done. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for tonight.
4: Thank you. Thank
0: you. We'll do some plugs. Patrick, if you're if you're for your Mazda 3.
4: If anyone's interested in buying a low low full service history 2010 SP25 Mazda 3 hatchback in black six speed manual, uh contact me on Facebook or Instagram or however you see fit. And yeah, hopefully we can work out a deal.
0: Spoken like a true salesman. You you knew this the spiel from get to go. Yeah. I'm
4: Lebo. It's in my blood.
0: <laughs> yeah. Robin Harley's for Harley's, uh, sorry, for for Rob's fabrications, firefighting, electrical, anything you need, come down there. He will uh, hopefully not, not catch it on fire.
3: We can oh, do it. Is that why you set fire to your LTD, to test you out his, his products? Pretty, Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got fire extinguishers right throughout the house now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Mr. David Prince
2: uh um Ed and i play around with a thing called auto retro which is a podcast where we talk to people about the cars of their lives currently filming season two find it on youtube and uh all your favorite podcasting platform
0: absolutely find it there it is good listening good value good aussie podcast so support the show there Scotty Stitches is not here, so he can't stitch on me. Car Loop, go carloop.com.au if you want to know what you should be paying for a brand new car or everything you need to know in the EV space. Our boy Riz, who, who's, who's currently flying. He's all, he's, all over the, he's all over the country at the moment doing work for the for the Driven, testing all new EVs and going to launches and stuff. So he, he's got plenty to talk about when he gets back. He's just been to the BY, BYD launch and, and a few others. So he's got plenty to talk about as soon as he, he gets back. Like and share our Facebook page, Car Talk with Manny J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcast So don't get subscribe rate and review there we're back on podbean uh, so so if you if you're listening to it on podbean i know a few of our listeners said "Hey, you sure hasn't come back on anymore sorry we've had issues transferring from uh from the the people that shall not be named to where we are now and we've lost some episodes so but now we should all be good on your on your end so get listening through there gentlemen honor as always thanks for the show and i will see you guys next week take it easy
3: Thanks very much. See you guys, See yous later.